0: Howdy, guys. Hi. How you doing? We have The wait in the Diddy TV studio today. It was phenomenal. We loved hearing your performance. It was just great. Thank you. Thanks. Lots Thanks of new so stuff. Much. Lots of new music.
2: Yeah. yeah. We've got a new album called World Gone Mad.
0: World Gone Mad. And what does the World Gone Mad mean? What does that mean?
2: Um, well, <laughs> if you just turn on CNN, you, you get a good idea of what's going on. Pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy out there.
0: That's true. So, um, you... You produce the album where?
2: Uh, we did it at the Clubhouse in Rhinebeck, New York.
0: And the Clubhouse is a it, is where?
2: It's a it's a it's a studio in Rhinebeck, New York that a good friend of ours, Paul Antonell, owns. And uh, we did it over a period of time. We'd write some songs. Uh, Brian would come in with some stuff, and we'd say, "Hey, let's let's track this tune." Or, or um, <clears throat> as we went along, we'd said, "Let's let's take it off the road and do." three tunes and then come back and do three more, four, or five months later.
0: Yeah. Well, so I want to back up a little bit because I think it would be really interesting uh, for people to know how you got together as a band because um, I won't give away any secrets, but you guys have been at it for a while and you have been in a num- number of bands and exactly. yeah. lots of talent in this room. So why don't we uh, uh, hear a little bit about how the, the, the weight was formed? I oh, want you to start with. All,
2: All right. right. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. All righty, well, it kind of started with um, me and uh, Jimmy Vivino, the guitar player on Conan O'Brien, came to me and and Randy Chalanti, the drummer at the time, who used to be in the band with us, uh, and uh, Garth Hudson from the band, and we did a couple of shows called Songs of the Band. And they went over really well, and it was nice to play. uh, Brian and I had been with Levon Helm Band for for a few years during that period the shows went over so well i went to uh, randy and i said well why don't we why don't we go out and do a couple of shows you know on our own because uh, garth got busy with his wife mm-hmm. and um vivino had to go back to the west coast and do the conan show so we did a couple of shows and it was really nice to play those songs again i i had taken a good break except when i first joined back with the Levon helm band with brian and um that's kind of how it had developed from there. I'll pick up parts. There you go. <laughs> All
0: right. Here's the handoff. Yes.
2: And from there, <laughs> um, like we said,
3: we had played with uh, Levon Helm band together, and when Levon had died, uh, it was kind of an understood thing that, even with Levon, that we would keep this music alive. So, uh, so when Garth couldn't do a few tunes. A few gigs. I I joined up, and then it, that became the mission: is to keep this music alive and to keep going. So from there, we ended up kind of everyone added came through, and so this is our configuration. But we came out of that lineage of Levon hell.
4: Yeah, I, the band. yeah. I, I always like to answer the, the the question like when people ask about what we do. Um, I always say that like this band is sort of a, a splintered off thing from the scene that Levon created up in his barn. Um,
0: it was a magical know, place incre- Incredible That's what incredible I hear I've never, I never was privileged enough to go but. So fantastic
4: But you know J- Jim and, and Brian Being, uh, being part of the Levon Helm Band and, and Jim being a part of the band It's just sort of a continuation of, of the music And directly out of the scene That Levon created And there's a couple of other bands That you know That splintered off Since Levon's passing So we're just You know We're just part of that
0: Keeping 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 that magic going. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's pretty cool.
0: And h- how about you guys? How did you uh, get hooked up with uh, well, the Wait?
1: I lived in Woodstock, New York, mm-hmm. um, from like 2000 to 2004, and played with Jim for like you know three or almost four of those years. And when they formed the Wait, it was originally Byron Isaacs from the Levon Helm band playing bass. He got a gig with the Lumineers, and are called we me love and the said, Lumineers "Oh too. yeah, we love the Lumineers too." Um, so Jim called me and said, "Hey, you know, come play with us," and, and I did. So I, I fly out of North Carolina to all the gigs, and it's
0: great. That's, I was kind of wondering how you guys get together. You live in different places. Do you get together and rehearse, or uh, or do you
4: occasionally, occasionally? You know, if we want to add some new, if we want mm-hmm. to add some new material to our, you know. <laughs> To the repertoire that we already have we'll get together but for the most part we you know we have things on the schedule and you know we just get together for the gigs and you
2: right there
1: yeah jim made Come us practice at there. the he made us rehearse at the hotel yesterday when yeah. we got here that is true so,
2: yeah I'm a, I'm a hard worker thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't I, let us go
4: get barbecue first right. we, had, we had to we had to we had to rehearse first
2: you. rehearse before the barbecue is always a good idea
0: so you you rehe- are you rehearsing in the lobby of the hotel? I'd sort of have and, to think about <laughs> logistics. Yeah, we went okay. into the hotel in the, in the room. hotel room. Okay. So how do you how do you guys write your music? So obviously you've been at this for a while, and and I'm sure there's a process you go through. But it's a new group, and how how do you actually get together and write the new music?
2: Well, uh, like like for instance, like World Gone Mad, I had this mandolin lick, and I would I'd say, wow, this really feels good, and I played it, I jammed it with us on stage and we would that sound check I'd be fiddling around and I said that really is cool and then I'd start then I got the lines I went back actually I went back into my book that I write lyrics with and found <clears throat> this this line I see kings and queens sleeping on the street they got no home no shoes on their feet I had all that written and then I remember we were in Oakland I saw all these tent people and um, between that And everybody's screaming and hollering on CNN, and and the whole crazy scene going on right now, and with the politics, the song came together with that. From that.
4: Did you write that one with Colin?
2: I did, and Colin Linden, a good buddy of mine, songwriter, um, helped me finish it off. Yeah.
0: Great. Did you want Mike? Plus, there were a few
2: other songs that
3: were songs that. were uh, demos that the band had made. Mm-hmm. And like I took one, for instance, that, that Levon had written with some of the guys and I kind of revised it, made it part of my own thing. And so, and there was another one that, that was uh, uh, Wish You Were Here that came from there. So it was like a springboard for us to take some of what was old and make it new and then us writing new stuff. So that's kind of where the album
4: came about. Yeah, you know? yeah we, we had the, uh, we had the uh, unique chance because of Jim and Brian's involvement that we had these old demos that never never saw the light of day or oh, see, they were amazing. they were sort of yeah. incomplete you know right. and, and and we had access to them and, and that was a great opportunity
0: and breathing new life into yeah yeah, a, yeah, songs yeah songs that never really right, were. Like,
2: like Common Man and the tune that Brian rewrote never too old to rock and roll Common Man that was a a, a song I wrote with Joe flood and leave helm and we, just, we, we demoed it back then in the 90s for the Jericho album, but we never, it never made the record. So I saved it and rewrote it and updated it with a bridge and showed it to Michael and the guys. And I said, wow, that's cool. Let's simplify it. And we end up just not using this guitar riff, just this really simple riff. And uh, the song came together. I think we did it, what, twice? And we got it live in the studio, which is the best way to get them.
0: I've often thought that it would be sort of an amazing thing to go back and, and take a look at all the songs that didn't make people's albums because, you know, when you're that talented and you're working together, uh, probably all of the songs could make the album. At some point, you have to choose. And then uh, it's great that you guys can go back and, and really release these songs again um, that were special songs in, in, the, in the first place.
2: Yeah, yeah they were. That's a good
0: thing to do. Yeah, and
4: there's a few tracks on the on the record as well that are basically just written with that uh, template or or style in mind, you know. So they're not they're you know freshly original, but they they sound like they they could have come from the band, you know. And I guess that's kind of the idea to try to come up with some new music that is inspired by those guys.
3: Plus, there's one something I look forward to our next record because everybody here is songwriters, including our newest guy, Matt, here, who writes some great songs. Matt Diner. So there, uh, this, I think the new new record will be, you know, I think another step towards yeah. the identity of what this band is about.
0: So it's gelling as a group and from a songwriting perspective. Sure. You get together and you start here, and then I know a lot of bands, it just kind of evolves from there. They so do. this is a new creative venture for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Takes a little time. I mean, we
2: still do some classic band tunes, and uh, and it's great to play them. You know, from uh, from up on Cripple Creek to the Wait to a few. And but we're really trying to develop the group, and that's what we're doing. We're putting in new songs to the new album, and uh, they blend together really good. That was the plan: is to keep that music and that Woodstock sound. And still harmony
0: driven. It's very harmony driven. Very very vocals and keyboards, obviously, but. Um, it has that sound, but it still sounds really new. And I
3: think we too we've we've reached a really great point, especially like I said, Matt's a great singer. So I mean, these guys have a these guys have a great uh, right here. These are the uh, harmony singers yeah. right here. It's something to check out.
0: To me, that separates great music. I, I'm a lover of vocal harmonies. I just think it it's that wall of sound. And uh, when I was listening to you guys earlier, I was thinking, wow, this is just beautiful, beautiful music, beautiful vocals and harmonies. Um, and so I have a, a quick question. Does anyone have a good Levon story? You know, he would probably love what you guys were doing, right?
2: Sure. He would love it. He, he would definitely. I think he would. He's up to him and Rick are up there now rolling around on a big cloud. Keep it going, boys. Keep traveling. <laughs> <laughs> you got it down.
4: My my one experience with Levon, a- uh, you know, limited experience with Levon, but I I I got to play a couple of rambles mm-hmm. opening opening for him in in a, in a different band, and he was just uh, what struck me was how welcoming he was to the the artist he had never met, but like welcoming them well welcoming well excuse me welcoming them into his home, and you know like. Everybody has this story like, oh, yeah, I met Levon, and all he wanted to do was like share a Coca Cola with me. And you know, he had something about this bathrobe, <laughs> so he was at his house, so he's just hanging in his bathrobe, and it was just very informal and so cool. And you know, I was totally awestruck. He's it's a Levon huge home, right? hero <laughs> of mine, you know, so like, I just I'll never forget that.
3: I was telling somebody a story actually just earlier when we had done the first record with Levon and it was up for a Grammy. And so the Grammy people invite us to come out to LA Mm -hmm. and Levon was kind of like, "Uh, we we have a ramble to do in Woodstock. That's okay, thank you. But we're, you know, and everyone's on him like, man, it's the Grammys. He's like, yeah, well, whatever. And so then then they gave him the lifetime achievement award to the band to get him to come in. And his (laughs) response was, we ain't dead. I ain't dead yet. All right. And that's the whole I'm spirit. <laughs> yeah. And his whole spirit was not dwelling on the past, moving forward. And I think that's what we're about is not dwelling on the past, but using the past and moving forward. So that's what I got from Levi the most. You know? I
2: got a bus story. Want to hear a bus story? I do want to hear a bus story. All right. I can tell this one. <clears throat> this is the internet. You can say that, anything oh, yes. you <laughs> want, <laughs>
0: don't, don't hear leave a anything story. out. <laughs>
2: No, I can't tell the airplane, but I tell the bus story. One of my favorites is, Levon loved to drive the bus. He always bragged how he used to drive the school bus. I don't know how long he did it, but so I'm on the bus, and I hear the, I hear the bus just whining down the road. It had to be doing 100. It was doing like 98 miles an hour, this tour bus. And I'm in my bunk. I, it's about 4 in the morning. I slide back the thing, and I see the bus driver go to the bunk across from me and go, good night. jump in the bunk. And I'm like, Oh Jesus! Who's driving the bus? <laughs> driving. I go up front. There's Levon in his bathrobe, <clears throat> with his a big log on the gas pedal, and just sitting there, you know, with a big teethy grin, you know, toothy grin, just driving down the <laughs> driving down Driving the, road. the bus. And Randy up front, just watching every move, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: he loved to drive that bus.
0: Oh see that those are great stories it had to have been so much fun to be on on tour together and it's
2: i'm still glad to be here
0: yeah yeah no it's I was gonna
4: say, you're alive you're yeah alive.
0: alive is always alive is always good well and and, and still making a, unbelievable music and we just uh really want to thank you guys for um spending time with us and we hope when you make your next album that you come back again Absolutely. And we can do uh, so awesome here. Thank you. do another session and, and record some other tunes of you guys and yeah. and do that yeah. um, and then we wish you the best luck on the rest of your on the rest of your tour. Thanks so much. Thank you very much.
1: At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right.